Turn with me into the book of Acts in the second chapter, uh, talking about being in God's sanctuary and all that kind of stuff, so nothing goes better than Acts. Um, and in your bulletin, you can look at all the things that are going on there. we got a men's retreat this weekend, and tent revival's coming up, and it's a great way to shout and invite people and uh, invite some lost people uh, to the tent revival and maybe some people you can't stand. That would be funny, wouldn't it? Let's, uh, let's pray. Will you put your hands on your Bible and pray with me? Lord, we just pray that it, it comes alive, your word, uh, your, your handbook. Lord God, I just pray for all those who are gathered here and those who were at the services last night and this morning and the ones that come this afternoon and all the things that are going on. We're excited about it and uh, pray that it transforms uh, and, it, and it touches and, um, and Lord God, just, just wakes us up a little bit. And we pray all this in thy name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, so we'll break this down uh, as we go. But I want you to hear something uh, that God dropped. He just kind of confirmed in my spirit. You ever um, done something and then God affirmed that that was it you were supposed to do? I mean, he spoke to you later, like, man, I need to do this, you know, what, what, regardless of what it is. That's going to be one of these services here. Um, all through the Bible, God has done that, you know, whether it's Nahum, uh, you know, go, go dip yourself in the river seven times, go show yourself to a priest, and then, and then God does something after that. So what I'm trying to say is you'll, he's already moved, and you'll have to move, and then after that, uh, when your natural collides with God's supernatural, there's supernatural things that take place. Amen. It's just just getting together. You have to you have to do it, uh, and, and especially during summertime. Uh, so, like Peter fishing, uh, they fished all night, and then and Jesus says, "Hey, drop your net on the other side of the boat." And uh, you know, Peter's like all of us. He's like, "Hey, I've been fishing out here all night." And Jesus is like, just do it anyways, and he drops it on the other side of the boat, and he ends up with a bunch of fish in the boat, amen? Uh, so it may not make sense to you right now, uh, but it will uh, into the future, amen? Um, it's kind of like with your kids. It's kind of like speaking to the kids, you know, like, hey, don't do this, and later down the road, they're like, man, I'm glad my uh, mom and dad is smarter than us, I mean, hey, man, I mean, they're like, man, I never knew how smart my mom and dad was. Later, you know, you're like, oh, my gosh. My dad always is telling me these things. I'm like, yeah, right. You know, and, and, and I think it's, he, uh, when, I, when I fix things, sometimes I break things. Because I, li I like power. And if you can't, like, so we're trying to, I don't know why I'm going into this, but since we're already here. I'm just going to be honest because it's real time. So we're working on my uh, we're working on my side by side and the tires. Something's always flat at the farm, you know. A flat tire, the battery don't work. Whatever. Let's take the tires off. So one side you can get off with your pneumatic. You get them off. The other side you can't, but I can. No, I, I can. You know, it's and we got it jacked up with the tractor and the whole nine yards. We're like, we're gonna have to put the tires back down on the ground, Dad. You know, and you get like a three or four foot sap on the end of the ratchet. And my dad's like, whoa, 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 don't do that, don't do that. And I'm like, oh yeah, something's something's gonna break here today. <laughs> hey, 
amen? And it, uh, I feel better now. It's like a confession. <laughs> it's the way it is, man. Because that, that's, the, to me, for a guy, and raise your hand, it's a challenge. Oh, I can get, we're going to get it off there. The whole thing may go to hell and the hogs will eat it, but the nut will come off of there. That's happening. And if we need to heat it up and cut it off, we can do it that way too, Josh. We just cut it off. But I'm not going to bow down to it. And the church said amen. amen. You feel better, don't you? You're like, man, I thought it was just me. No, you're married to him, ladies. He's that way. And don't get the sledgehammer out. We got that out yes, the other day, too. Well, get the sledgehammer out. Let's go to the scripture. I get into these things. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. So, we, so here we are. We're, they're in assembly. We're in assembly. And I, and I kind of just kind of uh, was thinking about this yesterday. I don't want to miss church because I'm afraid I'll miss something that's going to happen at church. And if, if nothing happens at your church, come to our church because there's something always happens. Just look at the crowd. You're like, oh, yeah, something's going to happen here. It's either a fist fight or a barbecue, one or the other. Yeah. I like that church. Yeah, so, anyways, I'm not going to tell that story, but I had one. Uh, no, it's, I was at a ballpark out in Winfield, and I met some people in Winfield that uh, know about our church at, at North location. He's like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. He said, and I'm in Winfield. He's like, are you guys at, like, Shackleford and Malafi? And I said, yeah, and so, anyways. Um, so we want to be those places so we don't miss anything. That's church. That's what we're talking about today. We're going to be here, uh, you know, because something's going to happen. Verse 2 says, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. So it's a, this wind that's blowing. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. I was talking to a guy last night or, or Friday, I can't remember. Uh, and he said, human beings are the only ones that have trouble worshiping the Lord. The birds don't have a problem, the, the animals and, the, and, and all that. They, they're praising the Lord. They don't have a problem with it. They're not embarrassed, and they get loud sometimes. Sometimes the storms are really loud. My dad was telling me the other night up at the farm, he said there was lightning and thunder and rain and all that. I said, man, it didn't rain here. He goes, oh, man, it was just like crazy up here. And that's the power of God manifesting in the natural. That supernatural power cracking through the atmosphere. God's doing something. Amen. And you're not going to miss it today because he's going to show up here in your life. Verse 3 says, And divided tongues as fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. So I wouldn't want to miss that, would you? If something's catching on fire, we're just like, let's get around it. Amen. And it's, that's a challenge, too. You're, you know, like when it starts up, you're like, can I put it out? I wonder if I can handle it. Say that. I wonder if I can handle it. I told you about my truck store, didn't I? I'll tell you anyways. 
So uh, it was a couple years ago, and I was, I had, does anybody have like a dream project you want to put together, Ralphie? Like, I want an 84 Scottsdale. Yeah, I want to, we're going to rebuild it. Uh, Big Steve, we're going to put a small block in it and bore it out. Oh, yeah, that's the truck. And we were going to do a project, me and my wife. And I go, let's go take the old truck. Just fire up. It's got headers and a 350 and a uh, four-barrel ho-ho-ho. Just said, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's take that truck. And I get it to the top of the hill at my house, and it catches on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, fire. And uh, you know how the guys are. They're like, all you got to do is hit the key again, and it'll suck right in the carburetor, and it'll go out. This one didn't. Not at all. So my daughter, the fireman, happened to be outside. And I go, Keelan, get the hose. And she hoses it down. And then I'm like any other guy. We're sitting around, and my wife is hysterical at this point. Oh, get it away from the house. And I'm like, man, it's nowhere near the house. There's no way it could catch on the house from here. So after a while, I thought, I wonder if it'll fire up again. This is true. Miss Chittenden, this is what we do. Oh, it fired up. Ask me, say, what happened? It caught on fire. Just say, I don't want to miss that. That's what's going on in the Bible. Things are, things are on fire. People are on fire. There's, the Holy Ghost descends on the, on the sanctuary. I don't want to miss that. Fire's cool. We're cleaning out our barn because we're getting ready to pour it in concrete. And I was there the other day, and I'm like, all right, let's start throwing some stuff away, Dad. He goes, what are we going to do? And I go, we're going to burn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to catch it on fire. Amen? Yeah, just burn it. So it's the ultimate form of purification. It's the divided tongues of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. So let's believe that this Holy Spirit that started the church 2,000 years ago is evident in our church in our midst today. And it's going to land on each one of you. Here's the deal. If you don't want him to land on you, he won't. You just go, go somewhere else, and, and whatever Holy Spirit you don't take, give to me. I'll supersize it. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in another tongue as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, that might be kind of weird, but not. it's a heavenly language. Nothing's weird about heaven. It's the weird people that live down here that thinks heaven is weird. Can I get a witness? I just think it's a little weird in America where you can't find baby formula. Keep your eyes on me. You, you're, you're living in the times now. The, if you was to, uh, Pastor Mark told me this. He said, if you was to write down like some crazy things five years ago, say five crazy things, and you were to open that envelope right now, you're going, man, that ain't crazy. We're living in that right now. When you're having trouble finding gas and finding baby formula. No, we're not in a third world country. We're in the United States of America. And things are getting very weird right now. So this is our normal. This is our, this is our compass. Yeah. 
Let's see what it says. Verse 6, it's, or let's go to 5. It says, Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. So that means all kinds of people came to this church service, and they didn't all look like each other. It's okay if somebody next to you doesn't look like you. It would be very boring. If everybody was as handsome as I was, I would. That's, that's a funny one. But I mean, don't, I mean sometimes we, we, we think that like in the natural, like, man, I'm so normal and so awesome that everybody else is like weird. No, you're just conceited and no one's ever told you. So they're all together, all these people, and they all come from different places. And we're going to lit, we're going to, the Bible lists all the places that they're from. And at the sound of the multitude came together, and they were bewildered because each one of them heard him speaking in his own language. Now, I've been to some different services in, in my life, and I actually went to a Chinese service one, one time back when uh, this gentleman, a great pastor, he had a church across the street from my house. His name was Abram Park, and just a wonderful man of God. And I didn't understand what they were saying in their language but an interpreter, say an interpreter, I put, it, I put the earphones on and, and got to hear the whole service. And by the way, their church service was three hours long. No, no tapping of the watch there. So the interpreter here today is the Holy Ghost. He's, 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 going, he's going to touch your life here today. Amen. Listen to what he says. They were amazed and astonished. I'm in verse 7. Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that I hear each of them in his own native language? So here we go. Parthenians, Medes, Amalites, uh, residents of Mesopotamia, Judah, Cappadocia, uh, uh, Pontus, Asia, Pergia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya, and belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, Jews, proselytes, Cretans, Arabians, we hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. All the mighty works of God from whatever neighborhood you're in, you go, you should have seen what God did in my neighborhood, see what God did in my country, see what God did in my city. These are stories that are told at church. Verse 12 says, and all they were amazed and perplexed, saying one to another, what does this mean? But others mocking said, they're all filled with new wine. So that means they, they thought they were all drunk. They had too much Kahlua in their coffee or too much Baileys or whatever. But Peter, say this with me, but Peter. Something happened to Peter. Something happened to Peter. He used to be the ADD apostle. He was the bumbling fool. Everybody laughed at him. But all of a sudden, what God can do with one person when they're baptized in the Holy Spirit is turn into the greatest preacher, maybe whoever lived. Peter, but Peter. Standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them. He said, men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. So that means when the man of God is opening the Bible, make sure your ears are open to receive it. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's the only third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. So if you've read, ever read the book of Joel, this is in the second chapter in Joel. And it says, in the last days it shall be, God declares, I will pour out my spirit on what? All flesh. Say it one more time with me. All flesh. All flesh. All flesh. 
So the Spirit of God is poured out on all the flesh, or it's available rather. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see shall see vision and your old men will dream dreams. That means people see visions that God has for them. And you can see that and you can speak into your children's lives. You say, I have a vision. I can see into the future. And I know, young person, that you're going to be successful because the Spirit of God told me that. Wouldn't you like to speak that over your child's life? God told me that you're going to be successful. And I told you about that, how that was prophesied. Uh, over my life by my aunt and my uncle one day when I was sitting in their in their kitchen and uh, I was sitting in there it was after uh, a tragedy and I was in their uh, in their kitchen and they put hands on me they're Pentecostal people and they put and they prophesied over my life they said one day you will preach and at the time let me let me tell you about it at the time at the time I was the furthest thing from a preacher as you could possibly imagine so I turned around and looked, and I was, I was saying, hurry up with the prayer so I can go do what I was going to do. And, uh, and I looked back, and I said, are you kidding me? And in my spirit, I was laughing at them because they didn't know anything. But they seen a vision that I couldn't see because... So these visions, these visions are actually real, and it's not just church talk. This is something that really happens, uh, not just in the Bible, but here today. Amen. And we believe that there's somebody going to be rose up daily in the in the Word of God, even on my male servants. So he, he lets you know that there's no exclusive club, and it's not the frozen chosen that goes to heaven, and and you don't go, and all that kind of stuff. That's bad theology, and I won't get into that. But there's some religions that believe that they're the only ones that are going to heaven and they were predestined and all this kind of, that's all nonsense. I can debunk that in a matter of seconds. It says that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means everybody. That's mean me, you, and everybody that lives next door to you, no matter how weird they are. And let's be honest, some of your neighbors, they're whoo. Amen. You know what happens just by in the fall when the leaves blow in their yard. Whoa, that's bad. (laughs) Even on your male servants, female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit. Verse 19, and I will show wonders in heavens above and signs on the earth below. I don't want to miss this. I want to be here. I want to see this happen. Signs on the earth below, blood and fire. Here we go with the fire thing again and vapor and smoke. You're like, oh, yeah. Did you ever see that like when you're driving down the highway and you see smoke somewhere? You're like, oh, man, where is that at? Oh, watch the road, you know. We're attracted to things that explode in fire and smoke. Well, in heaven, this is constant. There's, there's God's illuminating power and his Shekinah glory that's constantly shining and flashing and people jumping around and dancing and clanging tambourines and singing and praising God. That, this is commonplace. Man, that's a place I need to be. Amen. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon to blood. Before the day of the Lord comes, that great and magnificent day. Say this with me together. And come to everyone. Boy, that's good news. I don't know about you. 
I don't, I, hold on, I don't know about you. you, you uh, maybe you guys are already saved, but this, this promise is for like you and your family and your kids. And I said this in the last service, if this is such great news, don't you want to share it with everybody? Share it with your kids, share it with your grandkids, share it with your aunt and your uncle, your mom and dad, your sister, everybody. Share it with everybody. They all can be saved no matter how bad they screwed up. Amen. That's going to happen. All right, so, so is that all that happens at church services and all that? So, so far, you have been just completely blown away by all these things that happen. And I'll bring you to the culmination of, the, of this meeting here in the last five verses. And I'll ask you to rise with me as I read Acts chapter 2, verse 42. So here we go. Here we go. You know what? It, it, I'm just going to read this real quick. It says, and they devoted themselves. And they devoted themselves. Some people are devoted to, to having Facebook likes, Twitter, and all these different. They're, they're, they're devoted. They're devout. Rick, uh, you know, musicians are devoted to playing the guitar and, and all the different things and practicing. And, and that's good. And, and, and being on Facebook, they're devoted. Some people are devoted. The first thing I got to do, not you guys, but other people, when they get up, they got to check their Twitter account or their Facebook likes or whatever. They're devoted to that. They're, sometimes they're plagued with that. I want to challenge the church today to start leaving your phone in the truck more or in, your, in, in the uh, bag on your bike. It don't need to go with you every time you go somewhere to eat ice cream or have dinner with somebody. It doesn't need to be there. No one wants to see your dang phone. Let, let's be devoted to where we're spending time with one another. Amen? Let's be devoted to that. And you can play, Miss Carol. Thank you. So, uh, and, I, and, I, and I thought about that. So somebody said something about my Bible the other day. They said, oh, it's falling apart. And I, and I thought about this. Some, a family that has a Bible that's falling apart uh, has a family that's probably not falling apart. Uh, what am I devoted to as, as, as a Christian and as a preacher? What am I devoted to? My family would say, my daughter, my wife would tell you, his, his, his life's pretty simple. I'm just pretty much devoted to Christ and to my family and reading his, his book. Um, I, don't, I don't read other books. I just don't. It's not that books aren't good. I don't, don't encourage. I read, read books. I, I it's just, I, if I was thinking that I finally had the time to sit down, I don't know how you guys are, to read something. And sometimes I'll, I'll read a Team Roping magazine. But I'm devoted to reading the Bible. I, I'm devoted to it. I've, I, I've, uh, and I don't read it as much as I should, so I'm not a super reader. But if I'm going to pick something up, I want to be devoted to God's Word. And that doesn't make me perfect. Only the blood of Jesus makes me perfect. Amen. So let's talk about what they're devoted to. So this is the early church, and this is, these are the things I don't want you to miss. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. So the apostles were the early pastors. The teaching and the fellowship. To the breaking of the bread and prayers. I don't want to miss that. If they're going to be praying and they're going to be shouting and there's going to be music and there's going to be people getting baptized and all these different things, I don't want to miss that. And 
there's things that come up. And Mr. Copeland, there's vacations, and you need to see your kids. I'm not talking about those days. I'm just talking about Burger to make a conscious decision just to be here. I had my daughter in a staff meeting the other day with us, and she said something that was wise way beyond her years. Here's what she said. She says, all you guys have to do is show up. I looked at her and I said, she, she must live in a preacher's house. Look at your neighbor and say that. Just show up. Just look at him. Just show up. Oh, you do? Show up. What do I need to bring? Just yourself, man. Just come in. God will take over from there. If, if, watch this. J.D., if you can get here, God will do the work. And all came upon every soul. Hey, if all's coming on every soul, man, I want to be there and watch that. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. Man, if there's signs and wonders and things exploding and smoke coming out of it, I want to be there. Or if they're just passing out popsicles, I can't miss that. And all who believed were together. That's all of us who put their trust in Jesus. God calls that the church. And they had all things in common. That they were selling their possessions, belonging, and distributing the proceeds to all as they had a need. And day by day, attending the temple, gathering and breaking bread in their homes. And they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord, what did the Lord do? He added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Day by day. Pastor Jay, can you imagine that? People getting saved every single day. I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss that. So like when I'm at the other location and I start preaching up there and somebody will come up to me and give me a report. They give me a report if somebody got baptized or somebody got saved because I don't want to miss that even if I'm not there. I want to hear about it. I told you before, I think it ought to be on the 10 o'clock news. Somebody got saved today. It had Bible will travel. Amen. Now, before I get ready to uh, lead you in prayer, I'm going uh, to ask Mike to come up here, and I'm going to ask Angie to lower the lights down. And I'm going to ask you today not to miss this. Don't miss this. And here's what it is. God wants to save somebody's soul in this church or online. You never know who's watching online. It's the craziest thing. People could be watching from all over the world. Stephanie, they could be watching from their truck or the side of the road on a motorcycle. Pulled over, Angie, watching the broadcast. I met somebody in the parking lot here this morning, and they're on right now. And I was talking with them. It was early before the, even the deacons meet. It was whatever, 630. And we're out there talking, and he said, I'll see you today online. That really encouraged me, didn't it? doesn't it, you? That they don't, they don't have to miss it. And then I'm going to ask Mike to pray for you guys. So if you need Christ in your life, 
I want to make sure that gets off my hands first because I know the days are crazy. If you haven't received Christ as your Lord and Savior, Miss Chinda, would you pray with me to make sure everyone here is saved before they leave? Just, uh, just, just like be saved. Just ask Christ. And for all of those who are here today standing in and praying for a family member, I'll do this. Here's what I'll do, and I'll let you let you go, Mike. I got to tell you, I want you to listen to this church. I am so glad that I was here today because I, I there's a lady that's in our, has been a member of this church probably for, I don't know, 50 years. And her name's Helen Daffron. And I got to go out there and hug her before the service started. And if I wasn't, Ralphie, if I wasn't here, I couldn't have seen her. I, I ain't seen her in years. Well, I did. I seen her like during the COVID. They let you see people on the other side of the glass. But that ain't seeing them. No, you didn't hear. I said, that ain't like seeing them. Tell your friend, I want to I wanna see them. I want, I want to be in church with them. I'm glad I came to church today. I'm glad I got to see you, Helen. I'm so glad to see you, Helen. You're one of my favorite people. And she really is. And I know I'm speaking for a lot of people here because it's important. The seniors of our of our church, there's so many of them still here, that they just light it up because they've stood the test of time. Helen has always got a smile on her face, and she's already ready to jab a little bit. And, and, and that's important. God wants us to laugh. As Christians, he wants us to have fun. But first, we have to give our heart to him. That's the one thing we have to do is give a heart to him. So today, if you haven't, please come to the altar. Please see somebody and give your, give your life to the Lord today. Bow with, me, bow with me as we close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We love you. We thank you that you bring us to church or online, however you do it, however we get the message, Lord. We don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss each other, Lord. You want us together. I love my Christian brothers and sisters. I love standing it. it I love Sundays. Love coming to be with them, Lord. It gives us the strength to go face this world the rest of the week, Lord. Then we have a job. Lord, help us with that job to tell people about the love of Jesus. Spread the good news. That's our job. Lord, just help us. Give us the boldness. Give us the boldness of Peter just to spread the good news. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all God's children say, amen.